currently 58 degrees in Lynchburg and Roanoke and Salem, 59 in Danville, 57 in Bedford, 59 in Appomattox, 58 in uh, Amherst. I don't know what the deal is with uh, with everything crashing, but <laughs> everything seems to be crashing. It's right funny, I, and I and I have to tell you, you know, we have this new thing with Matt Ferguson. That was my biggest fear this morning. Was, was that that was going to be a problem? That was going to be the issue of the day. But oh, that was that well, that one smooth. It's all the other stuff that's gone a little crazy <laughs> after that. That and <laughs> Mark's heck caffeine. So uh, well, I'm I said I'm coming I need... down. I am coming down off of that a little bit. Oh, so Trucker Allen loves Russell Brand. Wow, I am not surprised. Okay, I am not surprised. Interesting. So. This is part of a statement, and I think I've got it edited correctly. I hope so. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. I was mm-hmm. always transparent about that then, almost too transparent. And I'm being transparent about it now as well. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question, is there another agenda at play? particularly when we've seen coordinated media attacks before, like with Joe Rogan, when he dared to take a medicine that the mainstream media didn't approve of. And we saw a spate of headlines from media outlets across the world using the same language. I'm aware that you guys have been saying in the comments for a while, watch out, Russell, they're coming for you. You're getting too close to the truth. Russell Brand did not kill himself. (laughs) Yeah, there was a rumor out there for a little while that that he killed himself and of course they all have to say that now right i do not want to kill myself right so if i end up dead I am not suicidal i am not suicidal right. i mean we've had him you know yeah and it's not a bad strategy yeah just in case something does happen yeah i i just i, I he, i've just always been put off by him yeah yeah not by not by his what he says he values on his show right. i just think there's um, he just makes my heebie-jeebie yeah go the, off. well the beginning of his statement he talks all about you know when he was doing movies and when he was doing this and he, right. he explained the years that he was doing it and uh-huh. he was very promiscuous prom, promiscuous promiscuous promiscuity yeah. was part of his makeup right you know and <clears throat> yeah but there's a difference in being promiscuous and and objectifying and assaulting women okay not the I'm, same i'm gonna thing. stop you there for just a second because XM Radio put out hundreds of millions of dollars to get Howard Stern. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And a Howard pig. Stern wants to be taken seriously as a yeah, no. commentator. Nope. He did some of the most objectifying things to Absolutely. women, and it hasn't come back to bite him. Why is that? Because he's running in those circles and those, you know, those parties, those cocktail parties, and all that kind of stuff. Well, I mean. I mean, he he, was, I think he's more disgusting than Russell so, Brand ever was. Absolutely, I I agree with that. You know, I just think, I just think you're you're true. Here, all right. Here's the difference. Let me, if, if this makes sense, and maybe okay. it won't, but but I'll try. Most of your sexual predators mm-hmm. are not going to be like Russell, uh, are not going to be like Howard Stern. They're not going to be so open about it. They're yeah. I mean, they'll. Like guys like that, mm-hmm. I mean, and and sadly, there are always going to be women attracted to people like Howard Stern, right? Even though they are a certain type of woman, mm-hmm. I don't think men who truly prey on women are like Howard Stern. I think they're more likely to put out a persona, so okay, that would I, make I, you think, I, oh, I'm going to take it a different layer that. that Howard Stern <clears throat> does partly what he does because he knows. The darker side of a of a man, 
and he he takes advantage of that by doing the things that he did. He might enjoy it, the things he used to do on his radio show back in the day, because he knew that this is this is this will get me great numbers because there's a bunch of reprobates out there that would right. love this stuff. Right. So I will provide that for them yeah i enjoy it too but not like they do you have to this is from trucker allen who says he loves russell brand you have to love a guy that reads the bible and his tidy whities okay that, that makes no that sense because that's gross and and blasphemous and insulting yeah does he does he photograph him does he oh, I don't, are I don't there know video enough. of him reading the I bible in his underwear i don't know That's enough about stupid. russell brand to know that and don't really want to know no i don't want to know but now i do and now you do well i i do i do think though that there is something that, you know to what i was saying i don't right, think right. the men like no i i, w- I would like, agree like him are uh, now he's still gross i i just think why hasn't why hasn't he paid some kind of a price, as in, I'm talking about Howard Stern now. Well, but but now when he went on, um, what was the show he was on? Not America's oh, Got Talent. Yeah, the, um, the Voice or something. Not no, the Voice, the, the other voice. one. Somebody's Got Talent or something. Yeah. One of those. Um, now, many, I don't many know how shows. long he was on, on that show, mm-hmm. um, but I, I my family always watched that show. Until he got on there. Until he got on there. Right. Um. But now he got fired. Did he from that show? From that show. Okay. And I and their and his, their ratings took a hit when he went on when that show. When he went on, yeah. I mean, I have no desire to. I I don't care about Howard Stern's opinion, right. mm-hmm. and I'm certainly not going to invite him into my living room with my sure. kids. Sure. Makes so, sense. So uh, he he joined in 2012, but the ratings were not what they had hoped for. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, he says. That he left the show because of a busy schedule, but he got fired. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that so that's that's not yeah accurate. But I mean, he was, he was not that he was a bad judge, right? But again, he brings all that baggage with him. I'm sorry, he does, you know, and it's nasty baggage. And you're not you, the very yeah. idea of Howard Stern judging a young girl, yeah. is disgusting. I didn't even know about him until he got on the E Network. He was on the E Network for many years, yeah. And they just videotaped his show. Of course, they had to fuzz out and blur out right. the things that he did on the show. I go. Are you kidding me? Because it's a radio know, show. Well, he was like one of the first shock jocks, right, wasn't right. he? Yeah, but he took shock jock to a different level. You know, having women do strip teases, yeah. right in front of just them, and very, that kind of stuff. very it's objectifying just, for you know, sure. Just, so anyway. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what comes out against against Russell, Russell Brand. Brand. Yeah. And I don't care if you're conservative or if you're a liberal or whatever. If you're raping women, you know, yeah. you got to go. Doesn't matter. What stripe you so have it's, on? It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I, I just always found him creepy. Yeah. Regardless of, you know, there's just some people I can't get past. Yeah. To even get to the message, you know. Right. No, I. He's I get definitely you. one of them. I, I, times I watched him, I thought this guy's got Tourette's or something. I don't. I don't know. But oh, people who love him love him though. Yeah. Well, and, he does have that, that going if on. That's your flavor. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> well. If you like hot peppers in your ice cream. Knock yourself out. I'd rather put peanut butter in mine. Yeah, well, don't <laughs> we know strawberry it? Strawberry jam. So we were talking about the um, oh, Liz. Russell Brand is skeezy as all get out. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> All right. Thanks, then. Liz. Have you noticed my language so, has been so, cleaned up this morning? So not not loving the women are not loving them. Some mm-hmm. Russell Brand that right. doesn't surprise me. I yeah. can't imagine that he would appeal to women, mm. um, which is probably why he has to you know attack them. Right. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Well, maybe he had a very strong mom, and this is how he gets back at her. Okay, true crime stuff, just for a second. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> I've Scamanda, seen I, that was I, my I, la- latest favorite one. Is, okay. Yeah. So, I've seen this more than once, like on Criminal Minds and, you know, Law and Order and this, that, and the other. You know, mom was this domineering, whatever, just, you know, just treated the, the, the male child, usually, is the ones I've seen. Okay. And so, this guy goes out and, you know, murders and objectifies women because of what mom did Okay, because he him. hates his mother. Yeah. Okay. Does, does this stuff really show up in true crime stuff, too? It's on TV, as in the, the dramas that we see, but do you ever run across that in true crimes? Like, his mom was abusive, therefore he abused women. Absolutely. Kind of things. Yeah. I mean, to the point of murder. And, even. and especially if you have, like, a... A man who's raised by a single woman, single mom, yeah, who was in the sex industry. Oh boy, yeah, you see that a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, you see that a whole lot. Okay, and there's one, there's one podcast that I listen to, and all she does is she looks at the psyche of of a, a lot of your a, a lot of your serial killers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Killer Psyche is what it's called oh, on Wondering. See, the title alone would say, I'm just going to the next one. Can I find no. something about cooking No, or no, something? no, because, it, because it, it does give you an insight. She was an FBI profiler. Right. And before that, she was a, a nurse who worked in psych units. Oh, okay. But, but she became an FBI profiler, and she's really, really good yeah. at kind of digging down okay. to see... Mm-hmm. Why these people are the way do, that they do are. What they do, it's fascinating. Right. Yeah. I mean, FBI profilers are, are, are interesting folks. I just don't. Can you do that for a lifetime? I, she I, is. Yeah. I mean, now okay. and now she uh, she retires and she does a lot of. Uh, I mean, that's not something you can I age know out of. What she does for fun. What does she do for fun to balance out the other stuff? I think she's like me and she watches true crime and <laughs> she tries to figure stuff out and. No, I mean, for, for fun. I mean, like a football game that is, or, that is or, our fun. or a car race. That's our fun. Oh. That is our fun. Okay, I'm hey, understanding. When we come back, texting <laughs> do's and don'ts for 2023. Oh, boy. Do you know those unspoken texting rules? You will in about two minutes. I love the minutes. fact that Apple, if you catch it within a few seconds, you can delete it before it gets sent. Yeah, well, that's great if you know you sent the wrong text to the wrong oh, person. Oh, happy butts. What was that thing last week? No, I love you with all my butt. I would say I love you with my, all my heart, but my butt's bigger. Right. Just sent that to the wrong person. <laughs> Oops. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. service and of course the ability to customize the right shoe for maximum comfort yeah it makes a huge difference when we help you fit that way uh, we can get you the right size the first time and we can help you if you have any issues on the backside. jake from any day outfitters with us jake thank you for sharing some more about how any day outfitters continuing to grow to serve the roanoke valley yeah thanks for having me ed any day outfitters upper level tower shopping center in roanoke the morning jam with janet rose and mark lamb There must be some kind of mistake. 
So when it comes to texting, you may be asking yourself that. Mm. What is proper etiquette when it coming comes to texting? If you if you look up on the internet, you're going to get all kinds of contradictions. Mm-hmm. Like, if I sing you a thumbs up, that yeah. means I got it. Yeah. Good. Positive. Yeah. But for some people, no, that it, means you're being passive aggressive. No way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. True story. True story. It's very difficult to know. Uh, what's accepted and sometimes what I think is not accepted. This may be the most difficult time in <laughs> to our, be alive in our history. So, um, Lizzie Post once sent a text message checking in on a friend with a new baby. Okay. The response to her text came a full year later. Oh my! Now here's the question: Would her great great grandmother, American etiquette personality Emily Post? be horrified the younger post says she doesn't think so Hmm. she says she feels like her personality would have been one that if you weren't offended by the disconnection then of course you would welcome the reconnection if the disconnection offended you then either don't respond or let someone know it was a problem either take ownership of it or let it go right During her career spanning the first half of the 20th century, Emily Post adjusted her etiquette advice to reflect a changing society, says Mm. her great-great-granddaughter, who co-wrote the 19th and 20th editions of the book Emily Post Etiquette. And that approach may be the only hope we have to making sense of texting, which now props up most of our social and professional lives when you think about it. Right. I mean, I do. Most people prefer texting to actual phone conversations. Okay. Now... I particularly embrace that for people that I couldn't get off the phone with. Okay. Because sometimes, you know, you know who you are. Actually, I don't think you know who you are. I, I, I think you die. You don't because <laughs> ding, you can't ding, ding. take you can't take a hint. I had a I had a friend that I would have I've to say. Go I would have to say, Johnny, you have five minutes. Right, right. Just be blunt and upfront. Right, because he would get off on this tangent and would never get to where he needed to be, and then I'd be like, okay, you got two minutes left. As a you know, rabbit trail creator myself, I understand mm-mm. that. He, no, no. He, oh, really? He, did, he made you look n- just laser focused. My gosh. That is you, not good. It was unbelievable. That is not good. Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> um, agreed upon texting rules have pretty much imploded since the pandemic. Right. If you searched for texting etiquette, you'll find a lot of contradictory advice. Is it rude? To let a text sit, or is it rude to expect a response? See, I think it's rude, especially if my kids don't respond to me. I am your mother, <laughs> and you better respond. Okay, I'm okay. Okay, all right. Let me just. All right, here's the thing. This is bad. <laughs> this is bad about when you and the person you're texting has an Apple phone, because you can see when I text somebody with a Droid, I have no idea they've gotten it and read it. But if I'm still looking at my phone seconds after I text it, I see the little three dots come up. I know they're reading it. Well, unless they have that turned off, you can turn that feature off. Shh. Yeah. Yeah. You can. You can turn it off. Well, my thing is when I've seen that they've read it. He's like, so, especially if the three dots stay up for quite a while. Right. Like, oh, they're responding. They're responding. And then no. they don't send it. And then they don't send it. And yeah. I go, Oh, crap. What did I say? Right. Let exactly. me reread my own text. Exactly. <laughs> so so we've got that. Oh is it rude to expect a reply or is it rude, you know, to, 
to not to reply. Uh, the thumbs mm. up emoji, is it passive aggressive? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, it's okay. You, you I've done a lot of missions trips over the years. Okay. Yeah. The international thumbs up because I can't go into the reason why they don't shake hands. It's a sanitary one. But right. thumbs up across the world means, hey, hey we're okay. Good we're job. good. We're good yeah. here. I understand. So how that could be turned as passive aggressive. Well, because because if if someone has said something and they know that it's gonna annoy you. Right. And you respond like this, okay. Um, that I could see that hey, as, you know. If you're in Australia, 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 where the toilets flush a different direction. Right. If you do the thumbs down, does that really mean thumbs up? I don't I'm think just, so. This, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. just asking. Now you're overthinking it. I am overthinking Okay. But thumbs down means no. No, dude. So does an all caps message demand an all caps response? It depends on... It depends on if they're old or not. If they're old and they don't know they're yelling at yes, you. They, right. You got to cut them some slack. A little bit. Because uh, they can't read the other font. I understand that. As <laughs> as Janet constantly points out, I use the Helen Keller font on my computer. Exactly. When people are like, why is this so large? I'm like, that's that's Mark's Helen Keller I font. I refuse to do it on my phone, by the way. Look, look at the size of my font. Oh, I wow. Have people, look at you. I, I just got a text from Colt. All right. If that text was in some of my friend's font, he just wrote five words. It would fill the whole screen. Wow. And you'd have to turn it sideways to read his text. The font is so large. Well, At least I'm I not doing that I just don't think they realize that you're yelling That's why people. I'm using bifocals, Which by brings the way. us to generational differences. Yes. That makes things even harder. Absolutely. As teens progress from literal to uh, emojis, mm -hmm. while our aunts keep replying, okay. And I will tell you, if you want to take my daughter off, you respond K. Because oh, apparently right. that's disrespectful. Didn't know that. I didn't know it either, but wow. now I do. So if I if I want to be disrespectful, I'll, I'll respond K because I know it annoys her. Uh, texting has become our default mode of communication. Yeah. Wondering what texting wisdom has survived the past few years. Here's what the expert says. Think of group texts like a dinner party. The co-author okay. of Hey Ladies... The Story of Eight Best Friends and Way Too Many Emails, mm -hmm. a book about off-the-rail group messages, says she's tossed aside plenty of traditional texting wisdom. This this should have been a phone call thinking is over. Now she's given up on texting teenage relatives. Okay. It's easier to find them on Instagram. That's where they seem to truly be alive. But some texting manners are here to stay, especially when it comes to group chat. They say, uh, in many ways, group communication goes awry. Group texts spawn hundreds of notifications. They're often filled with strangers, and those threads never go away. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm in a group chat for my college theater production of Rent. <laughs> you wouldn't invite a bunch of friends to your house and not introduce them, so don't do that in a group text. Take a right. moment at the top to let everyone say their names and clarify how they know each other. Interesting. All right, so I've I've broken that. Mm -hmm. I've I've not used that before. I need to fix that. Okay. Uh, if you need to iron something out with a particular group member, start with a new text conversation instead of making everyone read your back and forth. Here's the thing. Mm. If you're in a group chat. Yes. Like, for example, like when we're doing the show, we'll have group chats. Yes. That doesn't mean I need to respond to everybody. Right. I right. can respond to the person who sent the text. Yes. 
You don't have to respond to everyone. Agreed. Just respond to the person. Yes. That is a pet peeve. Yes. Of mine. Yeah. And if you need to iron something out, like I said, do it directly with a person. Don't make yeah, everybody see yes, that. Yes. Mm. Do you think that's because people aren't really savvy, though? Do you think they're doing that intentionally? I think it's passive aggressive in some cases, yes. It's mm. like giving a thumbs up to th- someone who thinks you're being passive aggressive. Yeah. Mm. Says uh, we're done fighting over capital letters and punctuation. Sorry, sticklers. The ship has sailed. <clears throat> a good text makes sense to its recipient, but it shouldn't require consulting an SAT grammar book. Right. So they're giving up on that. We're not giving up on that on social media posts, though. Spell things right. Use the right per- punctuation. Know the difference in T-O, T-W-O, and T-O-O, please. Please. Know the difference in there and they are there. Oh, I now. Please. I, yes. I, please. I will say we're, we are. Right. You know, I, I, and sometimes the, because you know I use my, my dictation a lot on my phone. And sometimes I'll, I'll hit send before reading it. Bad, bad thing. And sometimes I can't read it if it's a paragraph. I can't read it before I have the ability to undo it. It goes away after so many seconds. Finally, it says uh, responses aren't mandatory, but acknowledgments are nice. Yeah. Don't be a texting wet blanket. Wow. Uh, No scary mysteries. None of the, hey, can we talk? Or call me, please. Or what are you doing on Tuesday? It can make your recipient nervous. They don't know what you're going to ask. All right. And... I talk about workplace texting boundaries. Don't text during real world moments. Yeah, lots of advice there. I'll post the entire That's article a lot to keep up with to our uh, our Facebook page if you want to read the whole thing. I like to keep up. Can with you just stuff send like me that. the short version? <laughs> TLDR. Too long. Didn't read. <laughs> if I respond to that, you need to like learn to edit. I tell you, I have sent some texts out. Even with the small font, it has filled the whole screen. I'm going to go, man, I should have edited that first. Because <laughs> I know, especially when I send one to Weigel. That's oh my not going to happen. He checks on my punctuation. It's just hard to have a bad morning when Matt Ferguson is doing the weather. I just feel so welcome for this week. I know. Thank you, Matt. Love it. Mm-hmm. 61 degrees in Appomattox and Danville. 60 in Amherst. 59 in Bedford. Roanoke and Salem. And 50, no, 60 in Lynchburg. All right. Nice. I didn't have the air on at all yesterday. Had all the windows open. Yeah. It was so nice. It's nice to just let the house breathe. Uh-huh. You know, because it needs to breathe every now and then, too. And and then my, my dogs enjoyed running from the front porch to the back porch to the front porch to the back porch. Okay, yeah. so let remind me to tell you about the dogs that were involved in a wedding that I had. I was oh. part of on Saturday. <laughs> that was interesting. Were they in the ceremony? They were in the ceremony. <laughs> Great. Yep, yep. Can't wait. Uh, demand for mental health services is growing in the area. Regional health providers are expanding to meet the needs. A Carillion Clinic in Roanoke, as well as Centra and Horizon Behavioral Health in Lynchburg, are, are in the midst of launching new programs aimed at increasing and improving treatment. For those that are struggling, data shows the early interventions lead to better outcomes and individuals who maintain access to natural support systems in their community experience better treatment outcomes. So uh, that is a welcome thing in our in our listening area. And um, so that's good. That's mm-hmm. good because we always hear about it. 
but we don't see a lot of movement towards it. But right. certainly, Carillion and Centra, along with Horizon, making some strides. Good. Uh, crash that took place in uh, Galax yesterday afternoon sent five people to the hospital. They responded to a multi-vehicle crash at Forest Lane and Skyline Drive on Highway 89 at around 4.20 in the afternoon. They said five victims were taken from the scene and one emergent patient was taken to North Carolina Baptist. Uh, the fire department is urging drivers to use caution, saying dense fog was a factor in the crash. State police are investigating the crash. And, you know, that rain yesterday, it did create, you know, some foggy mm-hmm. conditions. We were supposed to go to the uh, the Greek the festival, festival and ended yeah. up not going just because it was, it was very rainy. It was. All day yesterday. Got wet going into church. Got really wet coming out of church. So... Even I'm very excited, though, because uh, this weekend is the girls' weekend. Ah, okay. And um, and so I checked the weather forecast. Looking good. And I sent a message out yeah. to all the girls. Yeah. A group message. Did it say bring and an I umbrella? Said, no, it said, hey, girls, good news. Overnight lows in the 50s. Highs in the low to mid-70s. Nice. That means it's flannel-wearing weather, which yeah. means Abby and Bailey will look really cute, and I'll look like I belong in a brawny commercial, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Well, I still love my flannel. There you go. They're all cute and tiny and, mm-hmm. you know, all look like they are uh, so, belong on a little bean catalog or something. So we were at uh, Texas Roadhouse. It was very squeaky. For my mother-in-law's birthday yeah okay she turned uh and um so we had people guessing my 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 wife asked the waiter really nice guy named gabe how how old do you think she is oh no why did she do that and then and gabe was pretty smart he said so you're her daughter how old are you oh and i go oh this is not good because (laughs) he's going to take her age and and it was it was skewed but because kara was a, a gift later in life Okay. Mom and Dad thought they were done having children. Ah, and and Kara came along, and I'm so glad that she did. So he uh, he did a little math right there, and he said uh, 65. And she goes, <laughs> "Oh, stop! How old do you think I really am?" He goes, "No, I'm thinking 65, maybe 67." And she's how old was this guy? He was probably 22, 23. Okay, yeah, he but, doesn't know. But one of the ladies came through, and she was probably in her 30s. Well, she did say, "I'm like 35." So we asked her how old, because she came by to pick up the uh, the saddle that they left mom uh, for her birthday. I'll explain that here in just a moment. The saddle? Yeah. Like? Yeah. The saddle. Burr. Horse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saddle? saddle. They okay. brought the saddle out for mom. Uh, okay. And it's on a stool. So it's an actual saddle. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> she came by and guessed about 60, same, 65, 67. All right. And mom is 80. <laughs> And um, oh, so, you well, once you get in your eighties, nobody cares, she's man. She's eighty-two. I believe. There you go. So she's. But they brought the saddle, and we did the yeehaw thing, and the whole nine yards. I don't know of anybody they brought the saddle because there was like four birthdays yesterday that we were there during our time there. Uh-huh. Mom was the only one they brought the saddle out, which is a saddle sitting on a stool, and they had her sit on I it. I don't think I've ever witnessed that before. Yeah, had her sit on it, and they announced to the whole world inside okay. of uh, Texas Roadhouse. That uh, it was her birthday, and uh, you're saying our new friend Joyce, da 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 da, and we're gonna get it. And now, does she does she like that? Oh yeah, she. But she at first didn't want to, because Dad had to get out of the way for her to get out of the booth to sit on the thing, 
And she says, I'm not, no, I can't, no. I said, Mom, come on, he took the time to bring the saddle out for you, for crying out loud. So um, she did. She she got on the saddle, and he said, hey, our newest friend, you know, not, Joyce, and not it's her birthday today. Not everybody is like that, you know. Right. Like my Mama. daughter, I, I had them sing to her when she was five at Red Lobster, and she gave me a steely look right. that I swear uh-huh. to this day I still feel. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, sitting she on the did, saddle. She doesn't look her she, age. She did a yeehaw nice. along with everyone else. See, Bailey would be mortified. I'm, it, I hope she'll get to an age where she won't be. Right. But but so, she is. Yeehaw. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Happy birthday, Mom. A day later. Oh, and in in honor of mom, because we, we ate more. I mean, I ended up bringing food home for me. and um, But we didn't have any kind of dessert. So we were at, we stopped at Kroger's on the way home because we needed to. There was something specific at Kroger that Kara needed. And okay. I mean, okay. They put the yellow tags, orange tags, whatever color that's not black and white tags to draw you in. I was drawn in. Okay. They had a small carrot cake. Oh, boy. Five bucks. Yellow tag. Uh-huh. Kara said, what are you doing with that? I said, it's mom's birthday today. Uh-huh. We didn't have any cake. I don't want to honor mom. Yeah. So now, we, was mom going back to the house no, with no, you? No, no, no. They, they, they left went to So So mom glass. was nowhere around. No, but but I wanted to honor her. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so and my wife said, okay, five bucks, all right. So I'm going to be bringing the rest of it in for Trey. So it's oh it was a big cake. Well, it was cake. It was probably eight inches in diameter. Wow. Only about two inches tall. Okay. A lot of icing. Oh my gosh. Cream cheese icing. Oh yes, that's why I bought it. Ah. Because I love cream cheese. Okay. Icing. So what is today? It's the eighteenth. Uh, and what's the month? September. Because I'm reading the headlines and I thought it was April Fools. Oh because, boy. Because uh, here we go. Well, Hunter Biden suing the IRS. Oh, now that's a joke. Alleges agents tried to target and embarrass him. Oh, my gosh. You are kidding me. You don't need any help being embarrassed. You are stinking kidding me. Hunter Biden's attorneys filed a lawsuit against the IRS today. Right. Alleging that agents have targeted and sought to embarrass the president's son. No, I think it's probably your selfies of you snorting coke and, you know. I mean, this is where you throw something on the wall and hope it sticks. I mean, that's so... Mm. Filed, uh, filing cites two major examples mm-hmm. in IRS agents Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler, two whistleblowers who claim the IRS mishandled aspects of its investigation into Biden. Biden's lawsuit seeks for the court to declare the IRS willfully, knowingly, and by gross negligence, unlawfully disclosed Mr. Biden's confidential tax information. Okay, yeah, whatever. In addition, he's he's demanding a thousand dollars in damages, right? Which is nothing for each and every unauthorized disclosure of his tax returns, right? Including disclosures that happened after the fact. Okay, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Says Biden is the son of the president of the United States. He has all the same responsibilities as any American citizen. That includes paying your taxes. Yeah, like pay your taxes, you slug. And the IRS can and should make certain that he abides by those responsibilities, the lawsuit said. Similarly, he has no fewer or lesser rights than any other American citizen. Right. And no government agency or government agent is free reign to violate his rights simply because of who he is. 
Yet the IRS and its agents have conducted themselves under the presumption that the rights that apply to every other American citizen do not apply to Mr. Biden. You need to be careful because if you want him to be treated like we're treated, right? he would be in the jail right oh now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He would be under the jail. Yeah. And his dad would have a cell right next to him. Yeah. yeah well. So do not even talk about how you want to be treated like every uh, average everyday citizens when you still got freaking people locked up from january 6th yes yeah yeah the, it's and such an the, insult they're throwing the big book at at those folks yeah biden had misdemeanor tax charges against him dismissed earlier this year mm. though he's facing a felony gun charge right Shapley and Ziegler testified oh before the House Oversight Committee earlier this year. Both men say they face various limitations when tasked with investigating the president's son. Right. The lawsuit argues that the pair's status as whistleblowers cannot and does not shield them from their wrongful conduct in making oh. unauthorized public disclosures that are not per- permitted by the whistleblower process. I'm pretty sure they were just answering the questions that were asked of them. Sure. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. Well, they want the only to, people that win mm. from that are the lawyers. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, how often does somebody sue any kind of agency? It's rare, especially the IRS. This is all just—it's just theater. It's just theater trying yeah. to distract you from the other things, from the real stuff, from the real stuff. That's exactly what it is. I think so. more and more people, though, it's interesting. Joe's uh, people are distancing themselves from Joe. It's interesting to see how this is all kind of playing out because, I mean, he is, and he takes Hunter everywhere with him. It seems. I know. What is that about? I don't know. Is that they're is saying Hunter to keep an eye on him? Yeah, I guess. Make sure he's not like out doing blow, right? Hiring strippers. My understanding is, is he sleeps at the White House. Hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think he lives there. Uh, yeah, some see, would I, make that argument, I, but. I wonder if, like any addict, they just try to. They're just trying to keep an eye on him all the time. And you know, in that sense, I because he's a loose cannon. He for is. Sure. He he could, you know, he could, he could make it really tough on Daddy. If well, and and I still I mean, Daddy's a willing participant. Oh, so I know, I, I no know, but I mean, for Daddy. here's the thing, and we still don't know whose cocaine that was. But <laughs> yes, we do. You know, but <laughs> we know exactly. They wrapped that, that investigation was. up so quick; it wasn't even funny yeah and and nobody even said anything they'd still if trump was the guy and they'd still be on that story right but interesting it it is uh you know it's it's just the double standard unfortunately that we've all grown to love and hate all at the same time we'll be back with uh, a lighter side of things and don't forget i think today is national cheeseburger day where you get your your 15th 50 cent cheeseburgers. Wow. At McDonald's. Got to get it through the app, though. Okay. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. Where it began. I can't begin to know it. But then I know. So, Saturday's wedding, I want to just talk about just for a minute because I talked about the dogs. Right. Dogs were part of the wedding. I've done weddings with dogs in them. And they did 
really good. I have to say it was an older dog, mm-hmm. uh, probably about a 55 pounder. And I don't know what kind it is. Was he the ring bearer? Well, um, sort of, kind of. Okay. And then the other one was some kind of a terrier mix. That was a younger dog, probably about 35 pounds. My gosh, these dogs got the zoomies during the night. Not during the, the oh, ceremony, okay. but during the night. I'd look over and they were just chasing each other, having a good old time. Oh, okay. And uh, just, a, just a fun night. And then uh, the bride, I guess, was asked, what, what do you want to be the last song before you leave and she picked sweet caroline now that's a remix obviously with rock and roll part two or whatever but she wanted to hear um you know sweet caroline and they they did it different you know how people go so good they didn't do that they did something else and it must be regional because they're from like west virginia they said something else a couple words that i couldn't quite catch so that song has been re formed and remade and it's still yeah. loved it's a great song I mean, right i think was it the boston red sox used it or uh, i don't know one of those teams use it so one the, the dogs behave themselves they pretty did much a good job. they did they did a good job yeah now did they come up the aisle or did somebody walk them they they yeah they were walked they by, were walked okay but you know the funny thing when they were unloading because i looked up over uh and when the dogs came out um were they dressed up yeah what they had like special collars on like they're fluffy boy, or whatever. Or they boy, boy yeah, dogs? they were boy dogs. Oh, okay. And and but the the one bridesmaid who tr- who literally got pulled over um, by the dogs didn't really mess her dress up. Uh, I don't know how, but she was trying to get both of them out of the car at the same time, and one of them decided to run off. Oh shoot! The heavier yeah. one and just like knocked her down. Oh jeez! Because she was trying to get the other one out of the car. Yeah, that's the that's the challenge of having animals and small children right. in your wedding party you have to be willing to yeah go with the flow because exactly. chances are somebody's going to be running up somebody's skirt <laughs> could be a toddler could be a boxer well you just be, never know it could be garter time I, I, guess. I had i was i did a wedding right and she had a really fluffy ball gown on right. and the ring bearer could not he couldn't help himself he that? literally Ran. it was like a tent to him oh wow and he, and he got away Got away from dad. I heard the thunderstorms are coming. I'm going. Got got under the the back of the skirt. Right. And what was so funny was, is he would lift it up and he would poke his head out. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. (laughs) It was was pretty funny. But that's good stuff. I always told the the brides, that's great Mm -hmm. as long as you know you stand a very good chance of being upstage. And if you're okay with that, so am I. Yeah. It's all good. Sure. So uh, here's a, a. kind of a health note you know anytime we see something new with health we we try to pass it along uh there is a new trend saying that magnesium and vitamin d curbs anxiety okay you're seeing a lot of this especially on tiktok and social media where people are claiming that the uh, magnesium d3 combination has helped alleviate their anxiety now, some experts are saying it is very possible that that this is working for uh, for some of these folks. Uh, they do caution, however, that this is never a replacement. If you're on anxiety drugs, you don't want to just stop cold turkey and then start taking magnesium and D3 and think, you know, mm-hmm. I can just go, go cold turkey. Right. You need to talk to your doctor okay. if you're going to think about doing that. Sure. Also... They say it's important to let your doctor know that you're doing this because even though they're just supplements, mm-hmm. if you get too much of a supplement in your system, sure. it can cause a real problem. Interesting. 
there. Interesting. But if you deal with stress and right. anxiety, you you might want to talk to your doctor about this whole magnesium D3 thing. I got to take vitamin D anyway. Yeah. That's my only do, thing that comes back low every time. Really is the D. Yes. Okay. I do the D3 daily and I do magnesium every other day. Yeah. Because, I mean, at my age, it helps keep me regular. I'm just being honest. And it and it I, I didn't know it had these other benefits. Well, it does. Yeah. And is that a pill? It's it, yeah, it's a capsule. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it did that. Yeah. Okay. A gardener in England has grown a twenty pound onion. Twenty pounds. I didn't know that was possible. That's huge. <laughs> it it is a, wow. it is a uh, new world record. Okay. All right. The previous record though was eighteen and a half pounds. That's a big onion as well. Right. I didn't know they could be now. The onion is on display at the Edible Pavilion, along other giant vegetables that include cabbage, cucumbers, and carrots. All right. 20-pound onion. Okay. I could make a lot of food with that. I couldn't cook without onion. Okay. I don't think. A bear invaded a Florida garage. He uh, got into the freezer, feasted on pizza, burger patties, bread, and vegan ice cream. Aw. Poor bear. Vegan ice cream. Vegan ice cream. What okay, is, so what, what is, is a what does a bear's th- thumbs down emoji look like? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know, but he's probably sending word out on the bear underground. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've avoid got, this house. You got to send out the signal. Terrible you ice think cream. Of your, of your cohorts, you know. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know, there's uh, there's pet insurance now. Yeah. I, I've heard I of it. Yeah. I don't have pet insurance, but it's kind of cool that they offer it. Uh, an insurance firm nationwide announced the finalists for their 2023 Hambone Award. It highlights the most unusual pet insurance claims of the year. Oh no, no, yeah, go. The uh, it's named in honor of the dog that ate an entire holiday ham <laughs> while uh, stuck in a refrigerator. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, this year's finalist includes Giles, a New York cat who was closed into a folding couch. That's not good. Oh, no. Uh, Josie, a California dog, who ran into a set of metal bleachers while chasing a ball. Oh, gosh, ouch. So it seems like Josie went to the Molly School of Grace because she's always running into things. Mm. And um, Sonny, a Labrador, who managed to shimmy his crate five feet across the room so he could eat three phone charger cords. Now that's talent. <laughs> that is talent. That's talent. Have you ever seen? Have you seen the dogs move the crates? Have you seen the videos? Oh, how they move their bodies in it. Yeah, and it mo- and it'll move yeah, the yeah, crate, yeah. or and or you get the ones that are temporary, and then they just jump and they just right. bounce all. They can go anywhere they want to go. Right. Uh, the winning pet will be awarded the handbone trophy as well as a gift that? card and donation made. In the, to a pet charity of the chosen winner, the second and third place finalists will receive a prize and charity donation. Voting is open through September 22nd. The winner will be announced September 28th. I think I would have to think I would have to vote for maybe I don't, either the Labrador or the cat. Yeah. Huh. Oh, the cat survived being folded up in a couch. That's pretty good. I saw my first commercial like I, um, you know, what's the stuff that you take for to breathe better um, during the breathe right? Well, no. Well, okay, it's a full blown um, pharmaceutical 
formatted commercial for cats. You oh, think wow. it's for humans. It's done so well, <laughs> but it's about cats that lose bone density. Oh, my word. Is it real? It's a real commercial. Oh, here we go. And it go. shows the cats playing and how they can lose bone density oh, over time. Lord. Deliver and me. Make today awesome. Yeah, and we'll see you tomorrow. Take care of your cat's bone density. I guess.